1: There is no better group of plants flower power Than forms of the shrubby potentilla
0: Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. Listeners to this podcast will have heard me talk about Mr Fothergill's seeds many a time. One of the most extensive suppliers of seeds in the UK and around the world. A few weeks ago, I was at their latest trials where I spoke to the man himself, Mr John Fothergill. I'm often reminded about how small today's world is. I was speaking to somebody this week uh, uh, who recounted uh, me having won a first prize for a jar of jam. And I said, uh, how did you hear about that? And they said, well, my uh, nephew in Australia was listening to your podcast. So you have to be very careful about what you say. Uh, And I send my greetings to Jonathan in Australia and hope that uh, we can maintain his interest. Lovely young family. Uh, I'll be glad to meet them when they come back to the UK. One bit of news that I do need to spread is that the RHS offer bursaries, they have a hundred thousand pounds or something like that each year, to allocate for worldwide travel and horticultural learning. The actual bursaries vary from two hundred to three thousand, and the idea is that it will grow the UK's horticultural skills and knowledge both at home and abroad. Actually, the thing that caught my eye is that there's also a fellowship programme for one applicant which allows an expensive paid opportunity to study at an American university or gain experience at Pennsylvania's botanical Longwood Gardens. The next round of applications closes on the 30th of September. And goodness, those Longwood Gardens are fantastic. Unbelievable if you're anywhere near Philadelphia, whatever you do, you have to visit. And the chance for a young person to work there for a year is exceptional. So I hope somebody listening might be uh, interested enough to get onto the RHS website and make an application for one of those bursaries. There is money available for young people. I mean, the David Colgrave Foundation is another source. All you have to do is make the application and if you make a good enough case, the money will come your way. I was also interested to hear that the Millbrook Garden Centre 2.5 million restaurant complex has been completed. That's a lovely garden centre. Had a pretty good restaurant before that investment, so uh, I need to pop in there sometime and have a quick look. We have spoken after the HTA plant show about the new rose, Timeless Purple. Boy, I'm growing that. That is a fantastic variety. It repeat flowers so well. And it's fragrant, very healthy foliage. In cool weather, the colour deepens to really dark purple. And in hot weather, the flowers are a bit smaller and it's more pink. Uh, But when you cut them and take them indoors they'll open darker again. And when the petals fall, they tell me, you just gather them up and they make a very fragrant potpourri. Watch out. There have been a few roses sold on garden centres, but there should be quite a few in the years to come. I'm busy with uh, apples too. The earliest cooking apple needs to be picked. Quite often you'll find fruit falling, And the earliest ones that fall are usually uh, infected with codlin moth. You know, the moth makes the fruit ripen earlier. To check whether your apples are ready to pick, you just need to lift them up through 180 degrees. And if they come away easily, then that's the time to pick them. Store them in a single layer in trays in a cold, dark, damp atmosphere. Now, if you like your dessert apples really brilliantly coloured, and some of them are a bit on the greenish side, if you stand them for a few days on a table outside in full sun, they really will colour up remarkably. I've done that with Ellison's Orange, and it looks almost as red as Spartan after about 10 days in strong sunlight. Problem is that if you do have it in strong sun and high temperature, they don't keep as long. But, uh, you know, it's nothing like a really bright red rosy good out. Now, John Fothergill, what a name that is, eh, to conjure with. (laughs) John, I remember your dad, Jeff, uh, and his partner, David Carey, um, leaving a well established seed brand in Cambridgeshire and coming up here uh, to Gaisley to start the seed business. Now, will you remember those very early days?
1: I certainly have recollections, many of them fond. Um, I would have been uh, seven or eight years old when the business started. And I think my early, uh, early recollections are probably twofold. One, um, we started in premises, uh, very humble premises, across the road from where, where we're based now in Kenford. Um, and in those very early days, we were, in effect, in a, a converted garage. Uh, which I think had once been a a stable block Uh, we had one very basic packing seed machine a lot of old packets a lot of uh, bags of seed lying around the place and uh, I can certainly remember those very early days when we were literally hand to mouth Packing seed, and I think related to that, my second memory, which probably went on for a few years um, in those early days, was helping mum and dad at home, sat at the kitchen table, packing seed by hand, using a little spoon to weigh out and quantify the seed before putting it into a paper packet. So, fond memories, fond memories.
0: I mean, from my point of view, I certainly remember the business being set up. The uh, seed trade then was pretty conservative. Uh, and it must have been really tough to break into what was um, a tight grip on both the mail order and the uh, retail shop business.
1: I completely agree. Uh, I think um, my my father is certainly and always has been um, uh, a very determined, very steely individual, but I would agree with you. I think um, the decision that he and Brian took was a very brave one. I think anybody starting their own business um you know should be commended for the work that they do but uh y- yes uh, i can remember again as a child when when Jeff, my father, was still at Unwin's. Uh, he had a very good relationship, I seem to recall, with the late Colin Unwin. Yes. Um, yeah. We used to, as children, swim in their pool, I remember. Uh, <laughs> they had a, a small swimming pool. Um, they lived not far from where we lived as, as children. So, yes, I remember my father having a good relationship with with, with, uh, with Colin Unwin. So, yes, yeah, to have taken that bold step would have been very brave, not least because he would potentially have been upsetting his what was to become his former employer um, and to branch out and and set up a business which against the backdrop of the established players uh, at the time would have been very new against brands that have been around for decades if not hundreds of years so a very brave move indeed.
0: Well now the second generation are taking (laughs) over uh, and the business really uh, stretches around the world. Can you give us some indication of uh, how far you go now with your packet seed trade?
1: It does. Um, I think at last count we we uh, were exporting to in the realms of about 25 countries around the world um, the most significant of those is uh, our subsidiary business in Australia which started life um, nigh on 30 years ago as a joint venture. We in recent years bought out um, our uh, local shareholder so it's now a, a wholly owned subsidiary um, but, but that is a very uh, very a key part of our business um, but beyond that we have distributors in Canada who supply garden centers uh, nationwide we do business in uh, the Baltics uh, in, uh, in Eastern Europe various parts of other uh, other parts of Europe we do business in Russia which as you can imagine is quite is quite challenging um, we do a uh, small amounts of business in, in the Caribbean and parts of um, parts of Southeast Asia as too so uh, about 25 countries at last. And it's Lost not count.
0: limited just to uh, Mr. F, Mr. Pothergill. I mean, you also now have the uh, well-established uh, DT Brown brand. And the woman's chrysanthemum specialist indeed business.
1: Indeed we do, indeed we do. No, we, we look at our business uh, really as having uh, three arms in effect. Um, we have our retail business, which we often refer to as our core business, and that's supplying garden centres and uh, the, the multiple national account groups in the UK. And that really was our our bread and butter, it's where the business started. Um, I think I recall 1983 is the year when we launched our first mail order catalogue under the Mr. Oh, Fothergill's really? brand and, and, and as you rightly say Peter in more recent years we've acquired competitors we acquired the DT Brown brand um, and again I have quite fond recollections of DT Brown uh, as a standalone company as it was then up in Pulton the Fylde in, yeah. in Lancashire uh-huh. going up there as a relative youngster in the early 1990s and uh, being introduced to that acquisition in latter years we, we relocated that business to our headquarters here in Kentford. So D.T. Brown joined Mr. Fothergills as a mail order brand and has grown in recent years to become a very, uh, a very successful uh, grow-your-own orientated brand from a mail order point of view. And as you as you say, uh, Woolman's chrysanthemums that was acquired uh, as part of a, a, a broader acquisition about ten years ago, and uh, we're in the process of developing that brand to add to its hardcore of chrysanthemums and, and dahlias, which it's become famous for in recent years. But we're adding a, a wider range of um, bedding plants and perennials to, to that offer. So retail, mail order, and of course export that you've just mentioned is the, is the third pillar to the business. So, Well,
0: well except there's a fourth pillar. Isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> there is
1: a fourth pillar and... My colleague Tim Jeffries would um, uh, w- would certainly argue if I, if I didn't mention that. Yes, our, what we call our promotional business, and that's where we supply... Um, largely cover mount packets of seeds to a number of the uh, gardening uh, consumer gardening publications within the UK?
0: No, 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 I was thinking in terms of tools Ah, uh,
1: of course, <laughs> well there, there is that as well. I mean you
0: opened my eyes to Dalek, <laughs> I'd seen the brand at flower shows you know, and, and I'd never really given it any serious consideration uh, until uh, the change in ownership from a family business to come into uh, You know, your corporate operation. Absolutely. Uh, Um, And really, once I started to handle the shears, I was very impressed and really quite like
1: the tools. Well, I'm I'm pleased you like them, Peter. And and, and I think after having acquired the business about a year ago, almost a year ago to the the day, um, we had actually been um, uh, reviewing Darlac and and considering them in terms of a a possible acquisition. We, like you, uh, were... Uh, you know struck very early on by the quality of the uh, the tools that they produce Um, um the the sense of the business being a family business as it was before we acquired them obviously we're a family business so i think a number of the values were shared um and this first year has been you know tremendously successful um Tim, my colleague, is effectively acting as general manager for that business at the moment. We've um, developed uh, a far greater UK distribution base for the products, uh, largely amongst the, the, um, the garden centres that we deal with from a seed point of view. Um, we're gradually introducing new product ranges, uh, and we're very excited about the future. Um, consumers love the product. We and our staff, we we love the product and excited about what the future might hold and now you're celebrating
0: the 40th anniversary you you must be uh, very proud of what your father and Brian did and now of course uh, Brian's son David, the two of you do the families still get on all right? And, and what do you what do you see the future?
1: Absolutely, no, 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 no. I think we, we continue to have a very strong bond. Um, obviously, my father Jeff and Dave's father Brian are now retired from the business, um, but of course we we still have um, you know various shareholding interests. Uh, in fact, we're meeting next week for a for a lunch, um, which will be very nice. Um, so. Yeah, it's the, the business has changed dramatically, uh, as you might imagine in in forty years. It's uh, it's now one that is is far larger, as you, as you rightly say, Peter. Um, it's more complicated, um, but I think increasingly it's one that involves a great deal more uh, analysis at various levels um, to make sure that what we're offering is right, um, it's fit for purpose, um, it's priced correctly, ultimately, uh, and. We are providing the very best levels of customer service, whether that's to um, a customer direct through our mail order channel, uh, or, or ultimately to. Our garden centre, multiple of customers in the UK, and ultimately their their customers. So, a very different business, more analytical. I think still a lot more to come. We're looking forward to the next forty years.
0: When you mentioned measuring seeds with spoons, which was of course my <laughs> my background too, filling those packets by hand. I mean, uh, you've recently put in um, remarkable machines that will even fill. Two packets at a, at a time, at, at uh, a great speed, uh, and, and some mention should be made to about Optigrow, shouldn't it? Because the Indeed. way seed is being treated.
1: No, that, that's very true. Uh, in terms of our uh, manufacturing base, we've got a, a facility with in the region of 20 to 22 machines, all of which have specific purposes, many of which fill uh, the seed into the foil sachet whilst the sachet is formed, and then the, the foil sachet is then placed into the paper packets. We've got other seed machines that, that you've mentioned, Peter, um, that rather than adopt a two-stage process, they actually print um, a full colour foil, seed is placed into that, the foil is formed uh, and it's a single stage process so that that in itself is is quite a modern development in terms of seed packing capabilities.
0: I mean that's an amazing thing, if you'd have told me when I started in the seed trade that one machine would actually the film together would print it and put the seeds in um, and have it of course hermetically sealed so you've got that uh, long seed life. I mean, it's it's an amazing
1: development. It, it is an amazing development. Um, and, and, I, and I think that just uh, is, is a reflection on how technology has developed um, over the last 40 years, uh, certainly in the last 10 to 20 years. Um, all of the seed that we pack these days is um, uh, packed by volumetric weight. But in fact, we have some seed machines that packs certainly our more expensive seed, for example F1 hybrid geraniums or um, uh, petunias, uh, the, the geraniums in particular, some of the more expensive F1 hybrid cucurbit seeds that we pack, we actually count the seed into the packet. The, the pack-
0: machine counts the seed? The
1: machine counts the seed um, particularly where the seed fill is perhaps only 6, 8 or 10 seeds per packet the seed is very valuable, it's very expensive so we need to make sure that we're putting the right amount of seed into the packet uh, otherwise our customers will complain and, and we certainly don't want that. And
0: machines don't get tired, do they? Like human beings <laughs> counting fives <laughs> or sixes.
1: <Yeah. laughs> they don't get tired and uh, they need servicing but uh, seed machines are actually remarkably resilient. They do tend to go on and on and on, which is, which is, a, which is an absolute strength. But just to pick up on your point about OptiGrow, yes um, the OptiGrow technology, again, is, is a very exciting one. Uh, it's a technology that was developed by some individuals in the seed industry in Sweden and we um, during the 2017-18 season gained the exclusive rights to market this product in the UK uh, and OptiGrow seeds have essentially been primed, um, so the pre-germination process um, has been started in the seed, then the seed has been taken back to a, a, a dormant stage, so when the gardener comes to, to sow that seed, it is then in a, a, a prime position to germinate as soon as it has the right uh, climatic and, uh, and water Conditions. So, a remarkable technology, completely natural, no chemical uh, additives used. And the feedback that we've had this year from our customers has been nothing short of um, very, very good.
0: I think, in the case of parsnip, everybody I speak to (laughs) who sowed their usual parsnip in our cold, difficult spring uh, had failures, but with OptiGrow, it really was a remarkable improvement.
1: Parsnip is a perfect um, species group for, for OptiGrow technology, yes, um, so pleased to hear that.
0: John, we wish you all the very best, you know, for the next 40 years. May uh, your seeds be uh, very well known around the world.
1: Peter, thank, thank you. you very much indeed. Yep. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: What's on? Well, there's a plant fair at Western Park, Shiffnell in Staffordshire, on Saturday the 9th of September and then a chilli festival at Holger Hall at Grange Over Sands and that's on the 8th and 9th. That's a really lovely sight up there close to the lakes. I'm not too sure about the chilli festival. I'm not one for hot peppers. I'm not over-enthusiastic about the sweet ones either but they are very pretty and nice to grow. I was uh, amused to hear Bob Flourdeau recently suggest that Ducks allowed to free range with their bills, dibbling among plants to eat anything which moves would be a good way to control slugs and snails. And it reminded me, my grandad a long, long time ago, he had trouble with slugs and his peas and someone in the village said, well, why don't you let the ducks in? Uh, They'll have them and the ducks ate the peas. Thanks again to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, and thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.